Check out how to make this magical mega cookie ice cream sandwich with Americasum from the flower shop of New York City in Beverly Hills. I'm Rach, Rachel Ray, and you're listening to Cook Tracks. It's a brand new, super cool way to cook. Each episode will be right alongside you. Well, kinda, we'll be in your ear, taking you step-by-step through a dish or a meal in real time. We'll be adding a little pinch of tips, tricks, and fun stories to keep you guys entertained and up your cooking game. Needless to say, we've got your back in the kitchen. I mean it, guys. You literally don't have to worry about a thing. I'm going to keep you on track with my buddy, Cappy. Think of him as our kind of play-by-play announcer for the cook-along. And since not all stoves are created equal, boy, do I know that. If you guys get a little caught up, just hit pause. You don't have to read a recipe, and it isn't rocket science. This is not something you're supposed to take seriously. We want you guys to have fun. Follow along, and at the end of each episode, we'll have made a dish or a meal from start to finish together. Gather up your ingredients, pour yourself a drink or a cup of tea, and turn your volume up to 11. This is Cook Tracks. Take it away, Cap. Hey everyone, it's Cappy. The episode you're about to hear was recorded as part of a virtual live at home series produced by the Food Network and Cooking Channel New York City Wine and Food Festival. I was honored to moderate over 30 of these classes with some of the world's greatest chefs and culinary personalities. And now they're available to you right here on Cook Tracks. You can find all the ingredients and equipment you need to cook along right here in your podcast player or on our website, cooktracks.com. We hope you're ready to have some fun. And remember, some of these chefs follow these recipes to a T while others cook from the heart and use their recipe as a guide. I want to mention that all proceeds raised from the series benefited a restaurant employee relief fund, No Kid Hungry, and Food Bank for New York City. To learn more about the At Home series, go to nycwff.org backslash at home. We appreciate all of your support. Thank you, and enjoy this episode. Thank you all. Welcome to the New York City Wine and Food Festival's At Home series. A little bit about today's special guest. You all clearly know her um, because she's an incredible human. Um, she has a flower shop in New York City. She's a best-selling author. She has a book, The Power of Sprinkles, a cake book, and she has some children's titles, The Magical Land of Birthdays and Bake a Rainbow Cake. Uh, she's a self-taught baker. She's the founder of Flower Shop, as I said. She grew up baking in Mexico with her mother. She has a dinnerware, bakeware, perishable collection with William Sonoma, and a complete collection with Pottery Barn, kids and teen. So we all know what we're doing after this class. We're going to go online to support. Kara, the unicorn explosion cake of hers is featured as Instagram's most memorable trend of 2017. And a little factoid, Kara may be on this Zoom with us today. Um, If you've been to Flower Shop, tap that thumbs up button on your Zoom. We want to see you all. Amira, you ready to rock? Let's do this. Excellent. Um, We usually do a roll call of ingredients, everyone, but we're going to get right to it because I know, you know, we're we're working with baking. We're working with frozen stuff. So let's hop right in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And most importantly, thank you for looking fabulous. I love a good rainbow situation, obviously. (laughs) Hi, everyone. Who said it? I'm Amita Kasem. And today we're making a mega chocolate chip 
ice cream sandwich cookie. Longest name ever, most delicious thing ever. <laughs> um, I'm gonna start by jumping right into the ice cream because we wanna make sure that that thing gets nice and cold and back to frozen before we start baking. So I'm gonna start with my nine inch um, spring form pan. If your spring form pan is eight inch or whatever size you have, just make sure that you're making a cookie in the same size. If you're using a bigger pan, odds are it'll be a little thinner, less cook time. If you are making a smaller one, it'll be really big. <laughs> I'm looking for some saran wrap. So I'm gonna start by putting a layer of saran wrap straight onto, oh, actually I'm lying. I'm gonna go and put it on top because we're gonna need to pull it out. So I have this fancy one that has these click on things. I'll give you a step to catch up to my mistake. Um, <laughs> so now we'll go in ahead and we're gonna layer the saran wrap just enough I'm gonna do two layers so that the edges don't come out because we're gonna wanna scoop this right back up when we're done. Okay. It's really hard because it gets so sticky, right? That looks good. Okay, then next we're just gonna pour the ice cream that you've slightly softened already, which means it won't be you know what, I'm gonna do one more for safety. <laughs> Gotta make sure you can pull it out easily. There we go. Ah! Perfect, and I'm using vanilla ice cream, but feel free to use whatever your favorite ice cream is. They all work just as good. Okay, I'm gonna just pour it all in. An entire quart and a half or whatever you have. I know it's really hard to get ingredients right now. So whatever ice cream you have, and if you have, you know, half of an, a cookie one, a cookie dough one, and half a chocolate one, just mix it all up. It'll be amazing anyway. So Ross is gonna show you how we are just smoothing it in, smashing it down. Basically, you just want it to get pretty even. It's okay if it looks really messy because it's just gonna end up freezing into a perfect disc that we're gonna use for the cookie sandwich. And if you wanted to get crazy, you could totally put chocolate chips or sprinkles even in the ice cream, which is also my favorite. <laughs> just adding more things to ice cream. When in doubt, sprinkles, it sounds like. Is that right? Emma? Yes, always. <laughs> That's what I do with my cakes. Whenever my cakes, you know, are a little lopsided or they have a few mistakes on them, I just cover them in sprinkles. They're like a Band-Aid, they make everything better. So you can see it's pretty melty, but still cold. You don't want it too runny. I'm trying to get it as even as I can. Something that might help, let's see. I'm going to put another piece of Saran, just so I can sort of Flatten it down with my hand. There we go. You can just pat it down now. That looks pretty even. Couple questions coming in about the eggs for the cookie part. Do you always use um, size large eggs? I do. I always use large eggs when I'm baking. 
Um, actually, I kind of only ever have large eggs in my fridge. <laughs> yeah. I think that the ratio for recipes definitely is better. But if you don't have large eggs, obviously anything will do. So I'm going to pop this in the freezer now that you can see it's ready to go. And we'll get baking. <laughs> oh. And if you guys hear a manly voice in the kitchen. <laughs> that is my husband, Ross the Boss, who is helping me today be an extra set of camera hands and just kind of amazing, funny support on the side. <laughs> so we're gonna run through our ingredient list here. Just while everyone is putting that away in the freezer. Do a little roll call of ingredients for the cookie part, everyone. Put that ice cream in the freezer and then we could give you about 30 seconds or so if you need to run to the pantry or run to the fridge to grab something. Yeah, so I've prepped everything. I usually like to prep everything before I'm baking. It makes it easier for me to clean everything up before I start the next step of, of you know what we're doing here. So I have here half a teaspoon of baking soda. It's not in the shop. Oh, it's not in the shop. Cool, yeah. cool. Um, this is why we have Ross. Good, yeah, we see it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there we go. Half a teaspoon of baking soda. We have a teaspoon of salt, and you can use any kind of salt for that. It's, you know, it's a cookie, it's gonna be amazing. I have two and a quarter cups of flour. This is, a good one. I have two cups of chocolate chips. And if you just want a cheat sheet and you just bought a bag of chocolate chips, it's usually two cups of chocolate chips. So just a whole bag of chocolate chips. Um, and then I have here one cup of light brown sugar. Can you see this? I don't know. Yep. Um, half a cup of sugar, two eggs, two large eggs, and one cup of butter, which is usually just two sticks. And then we're gonna do two teaspoons of vanilla. And then you really need to remember the main ingredient is lots and lots of smiles. <laughs> so awesome. I've got mine, I hope you have yours. I know we have some birthday people joining us today. Kaya, Iowa, I'm so bad at remembering things. Yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> and we do, we have Tara the Unicorn. We have Porty is watching from Philly and we have Looks like Scarlett, who's an amazing baker in Los Angeles. We'll give everyone about 30 seconds or so to run to the pantry if you want. And while you're running to the pantry or the fridge, I actually have a couple questions for you. Yes. First one, instead of vanilla extract, do you ever, would you be, would you swap out almond or some other one? Or is that personal preference? Totally personal preference. Any extract will do because it's obviously just enhancing and adding the flavor. So you can use an almond or any other, you know, they have citrus, whatever it is. I love using vanilla. I specifically use usually a Madagascar bourbon. It's just very rich in flavor and it just smells so good. <laughs> I love the smell of vanilla extract. And, and how about the chips? Uh, same thing, sub, sub out your favorite, whether it's white or butterscotch or dark or anything like that? You can sub chocolate chips for pretty much any candy you like. So if you wanted to use mini chocolate chips, that's totally fine any other type of flavor chocolate chip. You can swap them out for M&Ms or my personal favorite sprinkles. <laughs> um, today we're going pretty classic with the chocolate chips and vanilla because it also just brings me back to my childhood, which I love. Fantastic. So we'll get started in a second, but just a couple shout outs for you from Tampa, Florida, people cooking in Mexico, 
Oregon, North North Carolina, New York City, New Jersey, Boston. This is fun. I love this part. Me too. <laughs> um, Uh-oh, someone's asking where they could buy your jumpsuit. Is that a thing? It's not a thing yet, but it will be very, very soon. Keep you posted on my Instagram because it is pretty fabulous. I actually never wear an apron. I always wear a jumpsuit in the kitchen because I feel like I never get dirty in just like one area. I'm always doing this and I have flour and like, you know, I love all the pockets it comes with. So very soon. All right. We're going to have plenty more time for questions, everyone. So keep them coming. I love them. And let's get to it. Let's 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 get some cookie yeah, action going. So I'm going to start by using two different bowls. And the reason is we're going to use our dry ingredients in one and our wet ingredients in the other. So I'm going to start with my smaller bowl. And we're going to put in all of our flour. There we go. Guys, it's so hard to find flour right now. I'd be so happy that all of you were able to find it. It's sort of like the golden ticket from Willy Wonka, right? Are you, do you most often use all-purpose flour, Amira? I do. I'm using all-purpose flour. Um, that's probably the most common that we can find out there, which is good. And then I'm going to put in my salt and just sprinkle it around. And then we're going to do our baking soda. Perfect. And I'm just going to give it a little whisk. If you have a whisk, use that. If not... You could totally just use a fork just to mix it around, make sure the salt and the powder are just mixed in all together. Nothing too fancy there. So many people cooking along. I'm, I'm going to browse through this gallery and watch all of you as, uh, as Amira's cooking. So if I call you out, don't be alarmed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, once you've done that one, we're going to set that one aside and then we're going to start with our sugars and our butter. So make sure that your butter is room temperature. If it's not room temperature and it's not soft enough where you can sort of just smush it, <laughs> um, you do want to do it. But if you want to just make it a speedy thing, pop it in the microwave and soften it just for a few seconds. This way, you're ready to rock and roll. <laughs> so I'm going to use our two butters. And next we're going to put in the sugar. And the reason I like to put in sugar and butter together is because the sugar sort of helps you almost like an exfoliant, like a really good face mask or something. It's going to exfoliate the butter and help us break it down. One of my favorite things about sugar, brown sugar is that I feel like it's kind of like, like sand dart or... I don't know, Play-Doh. I just love breaking it. I don't know if that's just me or anyone else loves to do that. <laughs> so first I'm going to use my spatula and just kind of smash the butter down a little bit, break up any large chunks. And if you have a stand mixer at home, you could totally do this stuff in the stand mixer really fast and easy. But I figured we all have a lot of time these days <laughs> and it's kind of fun to do it by hand. So I'm just squishing down. Ross is going to come back. And we're just sort of smashing down the butter, making sure we don't have any giant chunks. You could also whisk it, but I just tend to feel like the butter gets stuck inside of my whisk. So I'm just using this No Kid Hungry Happy Spat. 
There we go. And as you can see, it's sort of all getting very good incorporated and it's turning into one giant piece of butter. <laughs> um, so once we have that, and you can see there's no more really giant clumps of butter. It's a good arm workout too for anyone not going to the gym right now, which I hope is everyone. Um, <laughs> we are going to now move on to the eggs. I'm going to crack one egg at a time in here. Yeah. I'm just gonna mix it in a tiny bit. We'll go back in with the whisk just to break it up. We'll do our second egg. Perfecto. So many people baking. I love this. Yeah, I want to hear what everyone's been baking. I feel like that's all we've been doing here. When when you're done mixing your butter and sugar in your eggs and you have a, a break. Type in, type in the chat thread. Let us know what you've been baking. Okay, we're gonna whisk in this entire sticky situation. And make sure you're not, you don't need to over mix it. It's just mixing enough to where you've incorporated the egg and you no longer can tell what is what. So this looks about good for me. And now we're going to uh, what's up? I was just making sure everyone could see that. Oh, we'll do it. Which again. they can. It's a great shot, Ross. I love it. Just want people to look up from their bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm just gonna add the two teaspoons of vanilla. Yum. Andrew, I know we're all doing this at home, but I wish you could be eating this with us too. Me too. <laughs> we're gonna have to ship you one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. All right, so we're just gonna mix that part in. You should be good to go. If you've never baked before, I really hope that this is exciting for you because it's something that I love to do that's actually Really easy, right? I mean, so far we've just cracked a bunch of stuff and smashed it together. <laughs> um, then if, once your mixture is ready, we're gonna start putting in a little bit of the flour at a time. And the reason I like to do it a little bit at a time is just so that we make sure that it's all being incorporated together. Very good. Just making sure there's no big clumps, but really shouldn't be a problem since we don't really have cold ingredients in here right now. There we go. Woo! I just made a mess. That's fun. Um, <laughs> and again, no need to overmix it. Just as long as your dough keeps turning back into dough. There we go. The last bit here. Feel back all this flour dropped. Someone's asking if you already added the baking soda and just confirming all the dry ingredients were in that bowl of the flour mixture. Is that right? Yes, definitely. That was the first step we did. We added the salt and the baking soda. Um, I'm so used to making cakes. I always want to say baking powder, <laughs> but it's baking soda. And we've added that into the flour. So it's the, all, the whole mixture. So right now you have every ingredient in this bowl except for the chocolate chips and of course the ice cream. 
So I'm actually going to now use the spatula to clean up the whisk a little bit. Don't want to miss out on any of the dough. And we'll start folding in our chocolate chips once we get it. There we go. Just one last. Also, this is my favorite whisk because it is silicone, so it doesn't make loud noises when it's hitting the pan. And it's rainbow, <laughs> which I love. Okay, so now I'm gonna scrape the sides of the bowl, making sure to get all that flour in. Sometimes it tends to get a little sticky. We are just going to mix it in. There we go. And you can tell it's ready because you no longer see the dusty white flour. You now just see delicious cookie dough. Oh gosh, that looks good. Should we just eat this whole thing? I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, don't eat that yet. We still have a lot to do. Hey, Mary, can you confirm for everyone a couple of questions coming in about the bowls and the whisks? I know most of this stuff is your collection, Williams-Sonoma, Pottery Barn Kids. Is that all correct? Yes, actually, everything I've used today from the spatula to the cups to the stacking mixing bowls, even the plate is all available at Williams-Sonoma um, and also flower shop. We also have these oven mitts and kitchen towels and just so much more fun. <laughs> so, and of course, everything is rainbow. <laughs> That's amazing. So if we, if you don't go there, we can find it all and be directed from your flower shop website. Yes, definitely. Flowershop.com will send you there. We also have them available in our New York store in Soho. We have a bakery there and pretty soon in our store in Beverly Hills. Ooh. Very soon. <laughs> so if people. everyone has their mixture ready, this is when we're going to fold in the chips or sprinkles or M&Ms or whatever you're putting in there. And when we say fold in, it just means that we don't want to keep mixing too hard. We're just kind of adding them a little at a time. Um, you don't have two cups or more or less is also fine. Oh, yeah. There we go. We have our chips and now we're just gonna fold them in. This is probably the most satisfying thing to do. <laughs> it's delicious. A couple people really excited about your Beverly Hills opening on here. Yes, I've been so excited. I mean, we opened New York two years ago, and I just always love LA. So I'm excited to be on both coasts. I'm actually baking from LA right now. It's nice and sunny here. This looks amazing. Okay, here it is. Our cookie dough. Mm. And look how thick that is. It's like barely sliding off. <laughs> How's everyone's cookie dough looking? Hold it up to your uh, screen. I want to take a peek there. Dina, very nice. Virginia, very nice. All right. So I'm gonna set that aside now that I have that ready to go. And I'm gonna bring in my two nine inch rounds. And here's a little trick. So I like to use these gold touch from Williams Sonoma for 
my cakes and baking because they're nonstick. So you technically don't have to do too much to them to get the cookie to come out. But you can also use, you know, any pans that you have and you can use a baking spray. And just to tell you a little something about baking spray versus cooking spray. There is a difference and baking spray should definitely be used for baking. There's a little bit of starch in baking spray that isn't in cooking spray that it releases all baked goods. But if you don't have baking spray, you could also use the paper that the butter came in or a little butter. Just sort of lightly butter your pan and lightly flour it, dust the flour out, and you just have a nonstick pan now. But just to make it easy, I'm gonna spray these over here. Make sure I don't spray you. There we go. Easy peasy. Once you have those two, we're gonna use about half of your batter. And I just kind of, if you have a scale and you wanna be real extra pro about it, feel free to weigh half and half, just do it by scooping it. I am going to eyeball it and just sort of draw a line in the middle of my cookie dough and just hope it's straight. <laughs> scoop half of it out, sorry. There we go. We're going to scoop half of it out. So I'm just going to repeat uh, really quick while you do that. Um, someone was asking about the baking spray. What's a good alternative? So you can take either the wrapper of the butter or some butter on a paper towel and, and kind of grease your cookie pan and then, and then sprinkle flour in it. And, but make sure you dump out the excess flour. And as Amira said, you're kind of creating your own nonstick surface. Here, I'll show you one. She'll show you. We will pause for a moment in the action for a quick demo. This is a good tip, everybody. Yeah. So, going to grab this little guy. So I have here, this is the wrapper that my butter came in. This is an extra little guy we have here. And I'm just gonna use the butter side of the paper to get this nice and greasy. Get the corners, get the edges, and the whole bottom. Sorry if that noise is pretty loud. <laughs> then I'm going to lightly flour it. So I'm just going to dump it in. And we're going to keep rotating this until we have the flour. It's really hard to do, not facing yourself. <laughs> One second, I'll show you. And then we're going to get all the edges just like that. You can dump the excess back out. So basically nothing comes out because it's very lightly floured. And voila, you have a nonstick pan. So now we're gonna use our second half that we've already cut here. Perfect. And I know I put in the instructions, I probably forgot to bring it up, but I've preheated my oven. Um, I'm using a convection oven, so I have it at 325 degrees. But if you're using a regular oven, I would do 350 degrees. And basically the difference between, you know, when you see a baking convection or non-convection, convection just means it has fans in the back that are circulating the heat and the air. 
so that no matter how many things you put in there, they're cooking at the same temperature. But with a regular oven, the heat usually comes from one spot being the bottom, which is why the temperature would be different because then the heat is right. So either 350 for regular or 325 for convection. And then we are going to just spread these out pretty evenly. Again, this does not have to be perfect as long as you don't have sort of a lot on one side and not enough on the other side. So then you'll have, I guess you could just have a Mad Hatter tipsy turny cookie, but for now, the top will get melty and it'll even out pretty much completely for you as long as you don't leave it too clumpy. So making sure it's not all in the middle. Ross can show you in the next one. There we go. And you know, if you want to get really creative, you could sprinkle a little bit more sprinkles on the top of this, just for looks. But I'm going to keep it classic today. There we go. That. that looks pretty good. Someone so now you should have two completely. Ooh, I'm gonna make you dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> Someone asking if there's a trick to spreading uh, without sticking to the spatula. There is not. Mine definitely has it on there. One thing you could do is just use your finger, and scrape it off like this. I would also kind of just do like um, almost like quick strokes, if you will. Don't do yeah, it. and I'll tell you something about spatulas because I feel like some of the questions that Ross asked me as a non-baker are always things that stick to me. The side of the spatula, you see how there's like a rounded side and a pointy side to most spatulas? So the rounded side is sort of flexi-bendier <laughs> than the other side. So what I like to do is I like to use it backwards and use the pointy side so that the end of the spatula is kind of what's letting me bend and go through. So then I could just smooth it out. This is probably easier than I'm using the bigger one now. There we go. And whatever, yeah, and then whatever is left over, you can use your finger or another tool to just sort of plop it back over. But make sure you're scraping your bowl. I don't even know where my bowl went. Oh, but when I scrape my bowl, I'm using, see how that bends over? There is kind of nothing in my bowl. I have pretty much, almost look like I licked the bowl. Pretty proud of that. <laughs> um, and this is all I was able to get out of it. And you can just plop it back on. Doesn't need to be perfect. It'll melt down. A couple of people asking if you could add Oreos or cookie crumbs. Yum. Sorry, Oreos are what? I just got excited at Oreos. <laughs> they, oh, Oreos are, or, um, or cookie crumbs, so I guess. Similar. Yes, you could add anything you want right now because what's important is that our dough is done and that was in the right proportions. I would never really alter. Kind of like ice cream, right? You can keep adding things to it um, and all it's going to do is like a Kit Kat would melt deliciously. The Oreo crumbs would get a little softer. So that's amazing. So anything you'd want to add to this point, 
that is just a sweet add-on. Go for it. Get as crazy as you want. Um, there you go. And the only thing that will be different is the, how long you bake it. But you can just keep an eye on it. The good thing about cookies, which is different from cakes, is that you can sort of see, and as soon as they get that beautiful golden brown, the inside's pretty much done because we're using a very, very thin layer. It's not very thick today. Awesome. So these go in the preheated oven. Is that right? Yes. Let's pop them in. Awesome. To the oven we go, everybody. In we go. And if you're doing this, please have your parents help you. It is hot in there. There we go. I'm going to set the timer for mine. I'm going to do 16 minutes. There we go. If you like it to be a little bit crunchier and harder, then you could obviously leave it a little longer. When I'm doing this to eat with my friends, when Carrie the Unicorn comes over, <laughs> we <laughs> like to do it just really ooey-gooey and soft, so I do less time. But since we're doing a cookie sandwich, we want that cookie to be nice and hard enough for us to just pick up and grab with our hands. So I'm gonna do about 16 minutes. I see a lot of kids uh, licking a spoon or spatula on this uh, gallery here. That means all the dough may not have made it to the pan. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see. Let me see. Go. I'm just watching you guys bake for a second because I want to see what you guys are doing over there. Virginia and Sam. Ooh. The Daniels are eating too. That bird is eating. I love that everyone's eating the leftovers. <laughs> you guys are amazing. Who else is doing stuff over there? I see Ben and Jack and Steph. Whoa, that's a big one. Melanie Miller, I see you guys eating already. Are you eating chocolate chips? Hi, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, who else do we have here? Oh, I see there, who is that? Let's see. Desiree is really going in on something. Courtney, <laughs> yeah. I love your headband. Amir, do you have the, um, did you put the cookies on the top or bottom rack or did you have a set in the middle? No, so because I'm using, oh, Stephania has the same spatula as I, I do. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to come back and focus. Um, I just get excited. <laughs> I put it on the bottom rack because in my oven, that's the one that comes out easily. But it's only because I'm using convection oven that it doesn't matter. But if I was using regular oven, I would definitely put it in the middle rack. Awesome. Keep the questions coming in, everyone. We have a few minutes um, to wait for our cookies. And then do you want to take us through, Amira, when the cookie's done baking, how this will all go down? Yeah, so, well, let's... Do you want to run through some, let me check on my ice cream for a second. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't have to do it yet. We have plenty of questions coming in, but just so everyone knows. Yeah, my ice cream is still not ready, so let's play. Let's do yeah, some questions. For sure. Um, all righty. Couple questions about freezing cookies or cookie dough. Can you freeze the cookies when they're done baking? How long do they last and how do they thaw best? 
So you definitely can freeze them and they they thaw pretty fast. I like to move things into the refrigerator before moving them completely out. But if you're gonna freeze it, I actually recommend freezing the dough. And that's the same recipe I use for pretty much a lot of cookies. So what I like to do is freeze the dough and you know, if I only want like four or five cookies after dinner, I just scoop them out of the dough and move them to the fridge and pop them in the oven. So that's something that you can always have on hand in your freezer. That's great. Um, so a couple random questions, random in a good way, coming in about you and flower shop. While we're while our cookies are baking and we're eating cookie dough off of our spatulas, do you want to share with everyone how you how you got the idea for flower shop and how it all started? Yes, totally. I, you know, grew up baking with my mom in Mexico and it was something that we just loved to do for anyone's birthday, for a holiday. I remember that was like my favorite thing to do. And I never thought about it as a career or anything. It was just my passion and something that was fun for me. And over the years, you know, I moved to LA and I started working in fashion and I was baking for everyone, everyone's birthdays. And little by little, I just sort of was realizing that I was waking up so much earlier before my job just to bake something to bring to work. And that's when I realized that maybe I wanted to play with sprinkles for the rest of my life. And I started my baking career. And that was in New York, actually. And then a few years later, I met my husband and we opened the shop. Awesome. And I should know this is do you ship? Is there any items that you ship? um from the shop or any service or let me get an approval really quickly that was ross the boss giving me a thumbs up <laughs> so we are working so hard and then working over two years to try and figure out how to ship the big rainbow explosion cake and we finally nailed it and wow. fingers crossed i think this could be the week that's insane. You are the first people to hear this, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, your cousin from Mexico is watching. She wants to say hi to you. <laughs> hi, friends, cousins, and family. <laughs> um, all right, let's go through. Uh, locations planned for new cities. We mentioned Beverly Hills is in the works. Oh, Jason Harrow's there, too. Um... What advice do you have? How about any, any advice for a young baker? Oh, I love this one. So definitely don't follow the rules. <laughs> <laughs> follow the baking rules, but think outside the box. Half of the things that I've created, whether it's in the kitchen or at flower shop, have been through being experimental, and it's totally okay to fail. Half of my things that I've created were fails at first that turned into amazing mistakes. I was just explaining to Kara how, you know, our sandwich cake cookies started off as a mistake and I put it in the fridge too long and now it's an amazing product. And the rainbow explosion cake, I had first, you know, loved pinatas growing up in Mexico. So I would put so many candies in there and it was like lollipops and chocolates. And when I cut into it, nothing fell out. Everything just kind of got stuck in there. But I didn't care. I kept trying, and then I filled it with sprinkles and smaller candies, and out came this explosion cake. So always be experimental, and don't be turned down by any baking failures. The best of us have them. <laughs> awesome. Great answer. 
Um, have you ever used, we get these questions often on these festival classes. Um, have you ever used an air fryer to bake? Ooh, that's a good one. I actually haven't. I've done like French fries and chicken fingers and all that kind of stuff, but I've never tried it to bake. I think my friend Belle over at the Williams-Sonoma Test Kitchen has a few videos on the air fryer. I'm trying to think if she's done a baking one. That's a good one. I'm going to try it. Yeah. Um, and then while you mention chicken fingers and non-sweets, do you have any favorite non-sweets to, to, to bake or cook? Yes. Pizza, pizza, pizza. <laughs> With a side of pasta. <laughs> I've been cooking so much over, you know, this entire quarantine and it's pretty much my circulation of pasta, pizza, and Mexican food. So anything where from like making tortillas to making fresh salsas, but I feel like Italian and Mexican are sort of my heart. <laughs> Amazing. A um, lot of questions about uh, where you get your sprinkles or if you have a preference or, uh-oh, there we go. <laughs> do have a preference i have my old mix that i've created ross is going to get us a blend from the counter because you can't really see but i have these blends with william sonoma and they're basically two things okay let me put this in a bowl oh yeah thank you look it looks like i have four hands um <laughs> let me show you i always have these on hand let's see so the ones I like to use for the outside of the cake are non-pareils. And those are just like the little teeny tiny ones that love to dance on the counter and make a mess. Sorry, moms. Um, <laughs> but I just love those because it's every color of the rainbow and they make a cake look so smooth and perfect. But on the inside, I love using my rainbow explosion mix. Mm. There we go. And this one has five different kinds of sprinkles. So... I don't even know if they're actually sprinkles. These big ones are called sixlets, and they are, can you even see that small? Yeah, zoom Ross in? is gonna zoom in. <laughs> Sprinkle zoom. This is like the this is like the spice rub of the baking world. Like everyone puts like five different chilies, and this is like, I love it. So we have these are sixlets, and those are little chocolate balls. I have a smaller chocolate chip that's candy coated. These are called meteors and they're super crunchy. These are actually my favorite. I wish that I just put them on everything. Maybe even mashed potatoes. No, that's gross. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> then we have, it's so hard to separate these. I'm like showing you little pieces of ants, right? These are the gels, which are what we just call regular sprinkles. I call them gels because we use American ones. And in America, they, have sort of this soft texture that if I squeeze it, it's a little pasty, which is a gel. In Europe, they actually are really hard and crunchy, but I like the soft ones because we have other crunchy things in here. And then I'll steal from this one because it's too hard, but we also have non-pareils in this one because I just love for that pinata effect for these to be bouncing on the counter. <laughs> and we sell both of them. So this one we have is called Rainbow Explosion Mix, and that's what I call the inside mix. And Rainbow Polka Dots are what I call non-pareils, mostly because I can never spell non-pareils, to be honest with you. <laughs> but 
I just feel like polka dots are what they really are and want to be in life. And I have a third one coming out that's Kara the Unicorn Mix, and it has little unicorns in it. I just don't have it on me right now. Amazing. And you all will be getting your um, completion certificate for your sprinkles class. Um, yeah, you are now a science major in <laughs> sprinkle math. <laughs> Couple questions, which I'm happy to address. A lot of people mentioning gluten-free and they try to make this gluten-free. So I know we're using all-purpose flour. And just so everyone knows, um, they there are a couple different brands out there that are making gluten-free flour that they say you can the substitute. The is amazing for that, yeah. too. That's Upper the cup. one I know you don't really have to do a lot of math for, which I'm into. <laughs> yeah. So if you you know Google gluten-free flour, you may come across some. I actually just purchased some the other day just to test it out. I haven't used it yet, but um, maybe a good substitution if anyone's looking for it. Um, so yeah, everyone like, smell that in their houses it's like the best candle ever but really you're just standing near a beautiful oven can you remind us all Amira um, when the cookies are done you were explaining the soft versus the hard and whatnot and is there an eye test for it or how do you go about I honestly go by color and that's my eye test here so if I see that the edges are golden brown and the center isn't fully golden brown I know that when I pull that out going to be a little gooier in the center, which some people love when you want to eat it as dessert. But in this case, we want the entire cookie to sort of be firm enough that we can sandwich it. So I'm going to wait until the entire top is golden brown and just enough that, you know, we can tell it's changed color. If you keep going, you're going to get a crunchier, crispier cookie right before it burns. <laughs> so for me, 16 minutes is that sweet spot. Um, I also just love watching baked goods, so I keep looking at the oven. I'm not, <laughs> not going crazy here. Yeah, and thanks for all the reminders. The Daniels family reminding us four minutes left. All these people got their eye on the clock, but I, I, I get it. Love your pink outfit. Another yeah, amazing. Someone used coconut flour. Interesting. Let us know how that comes out. Let's see here. Yo, do you sell this um, cookie sandwich at the shop? We don't sell it as ice cream yet, but we do sell cookie cakes at the shop and you can, you know, write anything you want on it. I know we're doing a lot of graduations one. I can't even speak. Graduation ones this weekend um, for all our grads. Katie Tardy, happy graduation day. Um, but, you know, we have birthday ones. We can draw on them. So we do do cookie cakes. So this is actually the recipe we use at Flower Shop. Um, it's my favorite one, obviously. <laughs> Um, can you remind us when the Beverly Hills, well, uh, obviously times are a little crazy right now, but anticipated opening, I'd say for Beverly Hills shop. I'm just going to say in the next few months and that way we're very safe <laughs> around answering that question. <laughs> we'll definitely be posting and anywhere my account, flower shops account, because it's so anticipated. We're so excited I've been visiting it on Sundays when no one is there and there's literally already rainbows and glitter and magic happening. So very soon, trust me, I'm just as antsy as you are to get this thing open. <laughs> <laughs> and the, just to remind everyone, Flower Shop in New York is in Soho and uh, recently reopened, right? Taking orders? Yes, we are up and running. And thank you so much to my entire Flower Shop team for making that happen. Um, it was a few days ago that we reopened and we were 
Oh, oven beeping. And we are now doing pickup. So you can order for same day, you can order in advance. Basically, it's the same exact thing, except we're being extra safe and only one or two people can be in the shop at the same time. So I just like to say it's a VIP experience. <laughs> I'm going to check on this. Oh, no, it still says I have 38 seconds. It likes to give me a warning. It's very funny watching how, I mean, I'm excited for everybody, but people are like counting down on the chat thread. I love it. Wait, I know. Should we do like a big <laughs> countdown? <laughs> I still have 20. That's a long one. We should do more of like... Watching the ball drop. We can just watch it, call it like watching the cookie <laughs> drop. Yeah. And while the cookie's almost done, everyone, keep those questions coming in. These are fantastic. I have a couple lined up in the queue here, but um, they're great. We'll, we'll, we'll take some more most likely. And then at the end, as I mentioned, we could do a couple uh, via video if you so wish to do so. We are ready. It's got safety first. I feel like I should wear these out instead of like the plastic gloves. <laughs> I love those oven mitts. Couple these are silicone too, which I love. So nothing sort of slips out of them. So here are my golden brown cookies. And they're fluffy too. I'm going to just stop that beeping. And here it is. Look how beautiful that is. And I'm just going to show you that when I touch it, it's still a little soft. That's okay. That just means it still needs to cool and it's very, very hot. Thank you, Ross. Oh my gosh, and I also have a different oven mitt that I forgot downstairs, but it's covered in sprinkle print and it's also silicone for kid sizes. Nice. Couple people asking, I know Amira, there's the test for, you know, like a cake test, putting a, a skewer or a toothpick in. Is would would something like that follow the similar approach here or not necessarily? Not really. Sorry, my light is flashing. Um, I don't know why. You can turn it off. Yeah, there you go. Um, so for cakes, you still see me? For cakes, yes, I always taste, I mean, test it with a little stick. But actually for cookies, I don't. They're so oily and buttery that whatever you get out is always just going to look like you either poke the chocolate chip and then you got the chocolatey toothpick. Which isn't bad because then you just get to lick a chocolatey toothpick. <laughs> but I go by color for this, and, and it's just really, I mean, you can tell from when you put it in. Sorry. You can tell from when you put it in that it's now not sort of. There we go. I can't find any spots, but it's pretty golden brown. And so what will happen is. Those parts, if you touch lightly, don't burn yourself. I just do this all the time. Um, you can tell it's starting to get hard, but I just wouldn't push on it like you would a cake because it doesn't necessarily bounce back. Um, cakes are spongier than a cookie. If I poked a hole in this, it would just stay down. So I'm just gonna leave it alone until it completely cools. Ross, will you grab the kid's net? Yeah, where is it? In the bag by the window in the room. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's really cute. I'm very excited about it. There's a few other things in there. Um, so I'm going to let that cool completely, completely, because if we pop it out now, the whole thing will sort of break apart and you won't be able to grab it. If you are like me and have zero patience, <laughs> just put some ice cream on top of that and eat it hot. But today we're making a cookie sandwich, so I'm going to be very patient. 
Awesome. So a few people just I, we're seeing on here, some people have a couple more minutes. That's totally fine. As Amira said, if you love a hot cookie and can't wait, you can eat your cookie a la mode style with ice cream on top. Um, if you do want to wait, let it completely cool. Once we get going, if you're not ready, don't worry about it. You know, you can watch Amira, see how it all comes together. And then once yours is completely cool, you could do so. That mid is awesome. How cool is this? Love it's it. It's my favorite one because it's obviously covered in sprinkles, but functionality, I just love it because every sprinkle is covered in silicone. So literally everything is like nothing can slip out of your hand, which I love. And it's a little bit smaller because it's our kid size. But to be honest with you, I have a really big hand and it still fits me. So I use both. <laughs> um, it's just a little bit shorter. So I guess it's not recommended if you're going in deep for the oven. But otherwise, it's so perfect and cute. I love this one. <laughs> Amazing. Um, this is actually an interesting question. Someone asking, is there a way to make it cool faster putting it in the fridge or should people avoid that? Yeah, if you do a dance right before, just kidding. Um, <laughs> so actually you can, you can totally pop them in the freezer if you want to like flash freeze it and make it really fast. You can put it in the fridge, which will also start to cool it faster. The only thing I'll say is I'm only telling you to do that if you're doing it, you know, with a cold ice cream sandwich. But if you are wanting to eat it, as just a cookie cake. I don't recommend doing that because the air in the refrigerator is so cold that it actually starts to dry out any baked goods. So when you're putting a cake in the fridge, I recommend that it's fully, fully frosted. So you're sort of blocking that air to going into the crumb of the cake and drying it out. So same with the cookie. If you wrap it, um, then it's okay. But for this, it's gonna be totally fine because we're gonna have that layer of ice cream in between that'll reintroduce all the moisture back to the cookie. Um, so you can definitely do that. Just be careful not to burn yourself because it does take a little time. Can we see some cookies? Can you guys hold up your trays? Don't burn yourself, please. Please be careful. <laughs> yeah, I wanna see some cookies. Amazing. Let's see. Oh, that's me, okay. <laughs> Tucker, that looks amazing. Muddy fed. <laughs> that looks so good. Hi. Let's see. Oh, that one's pretty. Janice, I like that one. Wait, does that does that have sprinkles? That looks amazing. Oh my god, look at hers. It's rainbow. I was just looking at that one. <laughs> now I'm kind of jealous. Chrissy and Caitlin and Melanie Miller. These are all so good. Daniel sprinkled theirs up too. Party, give me a smile. Look at you. <laughs> um, Kim and Sarah, this is so good. Felicity, Isabel. Whoa, look how big the chocolate chips are for Madeline. That's amazing. Sigrid also has sprinkles. I love all the sprinkles people brought. Wait, how do you? How are you gonna? How is everybody gonna not add sprinkles moving forward? I know. I want to go back and add sprinkles to my... Oh my gosh, look at Abby and Sadie. They have the gloves too. Hi, girls. Okay, I'm like going through everyone as fast as I can, but I'll let you do the all the chatting here. Want me to get you ice cream? Yeah, I'm going to check on my ice cream really quickly, see how cool. it's doing, if you guys want to check on yours. 
Everyone check on their ice cream, see how it's hardening up there. things in advance if you want me to show you what it will look like when your cookie has cooled. This is all up to Cappy. Um, how's everyone do it? How, I mean, approximately how long does it take to cool to the point where it's usable for you? I think we would have to probably wait at least another 15 minutes. Um, I've also... Okay, here's the deal, everybody. We can wait like 15 minutes in real time and you could continue to build with Amira. She, with the magic of baking and television, has a couple cooled cookies already. So we could, we could watch her as she builds and then you could go ahead and build yours as it cools. Or we can wait and take some more questions for 10 or 15 minutes or so. Please tap it in your chat box if you want to get on with it, or if we want to wait and chat and do it all together. I'm going to keep an eye on this. I say, let's wait. I see, wait, please. I see, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I think we're waiting. All right, let's get some questions going. Um, right here. Is there, are there any other bakers or chefs that you grew up watching, Amir? Oh my gosh, so, so many. Rachel Ray being my absolute favorite. I feel like when you're watching her, she's your friend. And when I met her, I was, you know, just kind of really freaked out. And I actually didn't meet her until I met her live on her show on air. And I just wanted to hug her <laughs> and remembered I'd never met her before, but I'm pretty sure I hugged her anyway. I was so excited. <laughs> Um, so she's always been someone that I look up to. My mom was my first baker that I looked up to, but I don't think she has a TV show yet. <laughs> Let's see, who else did I always look up to? You know, it's funny. I always loved the books that were showing you how to decorate cakes in so many different funny shapes and different ways. And I feel like nobody was doing that when I was little. Everyone was sort of making perfect beautiful cakes and that's probably where I combined Rachel Ray's vibe of like anyone's got this and it should be fun um with the crazy colors and rainbows and sprinkles and everything <laughs> yeah amazing um a couple people asking and they'll see this eventually but how do you get the cookie out of the pan without breaking it yeah so I'm going to show you um once we you know what, let me see, let me test mine. So the reason I have four cookies is only because I cheated and made two in advance in case you guys didn't want to wait for it, but you're way more patient than I am. Here we go. We could, we could wait though, if you want. Yeah, I'm just gonna bring it here so we know I can be looking at it. And one thing you'll notice is as your cookie starts to cool, it will start to separate, Ross is gonna show you, it'll start to separate a little bit from the edge because as it's cooling, it's kind of shrinking a tiny bit, not too much, but here, actually, I'm gonna show you here. You can see how it's starting to separate from the edge on its own versus when I first pulled it out, it was completely touching the edge. 
So I can see that it's starting to cool. You could also use a butter knife to just sort of go around the edge. Do you mind just putting all of your fingernails in this shot right now? Yes, I need a fresh mani, but mani. here it is. <laughs> I love a good rainbow. I usually do rainbow here and then glitter thumbs. Love it. Because every time I go to the nail salon, they're like, which color would you like? And every time it took me hours to decide. So I decided, let's just go with all of that. Yeah, <laughs> and ever since then, I do them at home like that too. I like to use Essie. They are very bright and fun colors. So it looks like I was able to go all the way around without scratching it and without forcing it. Then I like to tap it down. Oh, and if you can see how mine slid down right there. Yeah, so since I have that little gap, it means it's not stuck to the bottom anymore. Um, my pen is cool enough for me to touch. Yours might not be. Remember, I do this every day, so our temperatures might be a little off from mine to yours. I'm going to grab another Amira, do you have a favorite? Amira, do you have a favorite item? I know this is like asking someone their favorite child, but do you have a favorite item at Flower Shop? Ooh, ah! <laughs> I love all my children. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's definitely the rainbow explosion cake, and the reason why is because every time you cut it open, it is sort of this pinata moment of element of surprise, and I think that every single time I cut one open. Even though I know what's going to happen, I still feel that joy and surprise. So I feel like, especially when I see someone who's never seen it before and they cut it open, best thing in the world is like watching someone do that. I agree. And if you don't follow Amira and Flower Shop on Instagram, you must because uh, every time an explosion cake is posted, I know what's going to happen, but I still watch it for the joy of the explosion. Literally, I feel this exact same way. So I'm going to just um, show you how mine was able to slide when I sort of tapped it a little bit. So I know it's not stuck to the bottom anymore. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put my hand almost directly on it. So I'm catching it in case it wants to break. I can just sort of swap it back over. So I'm going to wiggle my pan the tiniest bit and out it came. Beautifully, so I helped it go down. Yours might not be ready to turn over. If you can't touch the pan yet, then it's a little too hot. And we and if we had instant replay, everybody, this is when we would play instant replay, but we don't, so. Well, the good thing is we have another cookie, there so we go. can watch it again. <laughs> um, and if yours is too hot, just fire. You know, we we know some people's may have done, been done long before or a few minutes after. So just hang in there, give it a watch, and and when it's time for yours, when yours is cool enough, you'll be ready. Yeah, to watch. definitely be patient so it doesn't break on you. Remember, I do this every single day. Um, so I caught it if it was going to break, but you don't want to do that yourself. So I'm just going to slip board under but you could totally use a plate or anything if you wanted to flip it here's a trick you sandwich it between two plates but I'm I'm not going to smash this down otherwise this will completely smash down I'm just gonna hold it and flip it oh I broke mine <laughs> 
Amazing. Sky slippery. So don't do that yet. But I took my cookie out too early because I felt that pressure to show you how to take it out. But you know what's the best part if your cookie falls apart? Eat it. Amira is a real, she's, she's a real human that makes mistakes. <laughs> this is so good. I'm like slightly happy I made a mistake because this is almost my like brunch right now. Yeah. <laughs> but don't worry. I will still show you because we still have this. this has to be Ro Ross <laughs> just wanted to let you know that his favorite thing that we make is a fresh hot cookie. <laughs> that flower shop. So. Can we use this similar yeah, chocolate chip? Like, can we use this same recipe to make uh, individual chocolate chip cookies? Totally, 100%. Um, okay. Sorry, now I'm just like enjoying this. Um, <laughs> it's the same recipe I use for chocolate chips, but I want them to be a little chewy. If you also scoop in ahead of time and put the scoops in the fridge, then that's also a great thing to do because you can just pop them in the oven whenever you want. Mm -hmm. Cappy, I wish I could give you this. <laughs> I wish I could have that. <laughs> I now have an entire one that I can eat to myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll show you this. Ross is full of good ideas right now. Um, <laughs> it's under one of those pans. Do you have a favorite ice cream flavor, Amira? Yes. It is cookies and cream with lots and lots of sprinkles on top. I just love the balance of vanilla ice cream and then a little bit of chocolate cookie Oreo situation. I also want to show you this little guy. So this is a pan that I created with William Sonoma and it's one of my favorite things because it has a smiley, a unicorn, a rainbow, and a heart just are repeating. There we go. And yeah. I actually scoop the cookie cake. Let me see what's all I use. I have everything here. This seems to be a two teaspoon. So if you scoop a two teaspoon from the dough into each one of these, you get this beautiful cookie cup. I don't know if you know what those are, but it's basically just a really poopy fat cookie that I'm obsessed with. And those are really easy to pop out because you just, you know, dump them out. And I personally like to put a mini scoop of ice cream using the same one on top of each one. And then I get like a bite of ice cream and some cookie, <laughs> but you could also just make cookies in this or pancakes. I also made pancakes in this, which was really fun, but it's the same recipe as what we did today. So you can put it in a mini muffin tin or you can make them as flat cookies. You can make a giant cookie cake if you wanted to use all the dough in one big pan. So many things you can make with cookie dough. <laughs> and, and that's available now at Williams-Sonoma, that pan. Yeah, definitely. It's awesome. so cute, I wish you could. See it, it's like, has all the magic in it. William Sonoma is going to be calling you after this and they're going to be like, what's your Why are we coming to ship all of this? But no, that's a really fun one to use for cookie cups. Awesome. Don't mind me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's really funny because at the bakery, Everyone's always asking me if I'm just sitting there eating cake all day, but I'm not because if you think about the cakes that we sell, there's no slices cut out of them. <laughs> so those are fully cakes. So anytime something breaks, I get really excited because it's my time to eat it. <laughs> I love the fails. 
Let's see here. Do you want to share your in the shop's Instagram just so everyone can find it easily? Yeah, my Instagram is at Amita Kasem, A-M-I-R-A-H-K-A-S-S-E-M, just my first and last name. And Flower Shop is at Flower Shop, F-L-O-U-R-S-H-O-P. Um, you'll find a lot of cake on Flower Shop. <laughs> it's basically how we post every day. Do you have a preference for your springform pan, Amira? Is there a preference in, in brand? I do. Or? I love using the... Um, the one that I just showed you that I'll pull out of the freezer soon, but it's a gold touch and it has a silicone ring around the bottom and it has silicone around the sides. So it's actually called slip free or something. <laughs> spill proof, spill proof. <laughs> I just got it last week, literally for this, because I was like, I need a new one. And I looked it up and it's so amazing. Like even if I was to pour the melted ice cream straight onto it, it wouldn't come out. And the reason I love that is because springform pans are usually used for cheesecake and you know, that's really liquidy. And I've had some bad ones in the past where it kind of pours out, which is okay. It just cools off anyway, but I love this one. It's just, it's gold touch silicone something on williamsonoma.com. <laughs> but it also your- bakes very evenly because it does have that coating. Awesome. How's, uh, how's your ice cream, Amira? Is it, we need some more time with it yeah i'm gonna check on my ice cream amy and jeffrey are watching from their bedroom because they're being extra quiet for me in here so i'm gonna send them some cookie cake yeah do it (laughs) (laughs) and then for everyone at home i know some people are ready to rock some people's cookies are cool some just finished so cookies out my ice cream happens to be good to go let me see. I have. We'll get going. We'll get going shortly with building the cookie cake. And if your cookie is still warm, just, you know, follow along. And then once we're done, you'll know exactly what to do. Yeah. Sorry. I'm in the freezer moving my cookie around. <laughs> I will be back in one second. Next one. And then again, if anyone... If anyone has any questions that we didn't get to after this, I will repeat the email one more time, but it's nycwff at home at nycwff.org. And we'll try and get back to you as soon as possible if you have any questions or need any further information on anything you saw today. And in terms of um, knowing when the ice cream is ready, Amira, should we just give it like a-, a Yeah, pop? if you just tap it. Oh, here we go. Where's the black thing? Sorry, mine's like really cold. So, just gonna sort of feel the top and make sure it's not squishy, right? So, kind of like when you feel the top of an ice cream pint, it's pretty hard. Here, I'll test this one. Yeah, see, this one I like because it's like, different parts um, it's okay if it's spilled a little because it's still in there so I can sort of grab it like a disc mm. and that's the goal here but I'm gonna put it back in the freezer unless you think we're ready yeah let's you do want it. to keep it in the freezer as long you ready yes okay let's do it okay I'm gonna 
Move some of this stuff out of the way. Rascal Bosco is the best helper ever. We'll share this cookie cake with him, don't worry. <laughs> okay. And by the way, if you want to be more patient and wait longer, feel free to do so. Um, we are just ready to rock and roll here. I'm going to grab this cake stand here. You can put it on a plate. You can put it on anything that you like. I really love this thing. Just because it's adding more rainbow to my day. <laughs> and I'm going to start by... Ooh, there we go. By using my very cool cookie and putting it face down, almost like you would an ice cream sandwich because that's what it is. <laughs> there we go. And I just so you know, I just put on wax paper, parchment paper, anything you have that you can easily transfer from one thing to the next. And then we're gonna open our ice cream. Let me move this back so you can see. I'm getting so excited for this. Ooh. From this next step too, once you finish it, if you want to pop it back in the freezer together, it's easier to cut slices out of. Or you can just be like me and dig in right away. <laughs> so I've taken off the saran wrap on one side, cling wrap, whatever it's called. Um, and I'm flipping it over, trying to get it pretty perfect. There we go. Whoa. And don't worry if it looks like a wrinkly elephant. That's just from the saran wrap. And we are going to cover every mistake. In, um, let me see. Can you see that mine's wrinkly? Ross is going to show you that mine looks like a wrinkly elephant. Maybe your next kid's book should be called The Wrinkly Elephant. <laughs> yeah. Is that a term people use a lot in the kitchen? Just I don't, I, I, <laughs> in general? No, and I, I love it. I claim that as my own. You should claim it. <laughs> Definitely. So we're going from wrinkly elephant to now we're just going to pop this cookie over it. Yum. Oh my gosh. Look at this. There we go. Can you guys believe that we just made this? Like, I'm really proud of it. <laughs> I just like that we all got to do it together. I love it. You know what? Maybe we'll need Ross a tray these to fall back into. I can do it into here. I usually put it into here. So now we can have that. It's okay, I'll put it into this. I'm going to use, I'm going to choose to do non-parels just so that we have a gajillion sprinkles on it. Um, you could also use chocolate chips. I like to use mini chocolate chips. So I'm going to show you a little bit of both. So mine can sort of be a mixture of things. Ross is going to zoom in here. I'm going to put this over a tray just so that it catches anything that falls and I can still use it, hopefully. Here we go. So what I like to do is I like to go with my hand and scoop it and then just sort of press against it. And if your ice cream is really cold, you're going to have to do it probably more than once or make sure that you're pressing 
hard enough. There we go. So that it's actually sticking to the cookie and not to your hand. And you can keep using the ones that fall off. Don't worry about that. This is the part where we can get a little messy here. I am so hungry. I know, I'm like really upset that you're not doing this with us so you can have this. <laughs> um, so you guys can see it's gonna start melting pretty fast. So, oh, it's over here. I don't know how mirroring works. Um, and <laughs> But it's okay, we're gonna pop it back in the freezer and remember if it starts to melt a little bit, it's also okay because it's just keeping that ice cream nice and moist. So now I'm gonna do ooh, this little sprinkling over here. Sorry, mine's like half sprinkles, half chocolate chips, but I wanted you to see the difference there. And don't worry if you have holes, you come back and you cover them. Yeah. And we'll clean up the bottom afterwards. It'll look amazing. I'm gonna keep going with my sprinkle mess. Oh, it's getting everywhere. It's getting <laughs> everywhere, guys. <laughs> it's getting really fun over here. All right, I'm just gonna do this last part. Oh my gosh, you know what? Some of these have like, now the sprinkles fell into my chocolate and now I have sprinkle chocolate, which is really fun. So I'm gonna finish it off here with chocolate chips. And then we're gonna clean this off quickly with a paper towel. Here we go. Let all the goodies fall off, leaving us with a nice clean cookie. <laughs> How is everyone doing? Are we getting messy? Someone said, best early birthday cake ever. <laughs> Yay! Wait, when is your birthday? Christy, birthdays? Awesome. Um, I Keep doing what you're doing if you want, Amir. I'm just going to give a, a couple closing remarks here. If it is snack time... You can leave the Zoom if you want and enjoy your uh, mega, mega ice cream sandwich cookie cake. Happy, quickly, we forgot yeah. something. Yeah, what, what, what did we forget? Hmm, I don't know. Oh my <laughs> gosh. We <laughs> 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 barely made a dent in it. Amazing. I tried so hard. <laughs> I love it. I was going to swing the mic back over to you, but I love how that just went down. Guys, um, this is so amazing and it's dripping everywhere. So I'm going to put it back in the freezer, but I'm just going to take one more bite. <laughs> thank you again to Amira and to Ross, the boss. And thank you all for your support. Please stay safe, stay healthy, and go eat that cookie sandwich. Yes, thanks for joining us, guys. Had so much fun. Can't wait to see all your creations. And thanks, Cappy. That was amazing. And thanks for bringing the rainbow tie-dye sweatshirt. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for your time, Amira. And thank you, everybody, again. Have a great rest of the day. Bye. Whether you just listened for fun or you actually cooked along with us, we thank you. 
If you did cook this recipe, take a pic and tag it with hashtag CookTracks. Let us know how it came out, because we want to see it. Keep up to date with us on Instagram at CookTracks or at CookTracks.com. CookTracks is cooked up by my friends, Cappy, Ian Cohen, and Charlie DiGiello. And sometimes they let me, Rachel Ray, help out too. With editing from Joel Yeaton. Music has been composed by Jeffrey David Goldford. Please rate and review or subscribe to this podcast on your listening site of choice. Thank you for listening to Cook Tracks. We've got your back in the kitchen.